0: Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. In this one, we'll chat about victimization that hides in plain sight. This is going to be one of those fun episodes where I do an author reading um, from one of my books, and then we'll chat about it a bit afterwards. Also, just a little reminder that it is a huge help to me, the show, and anyone out there that these episodes might support to take a quick sec and leave a review. Also, a big, big, big thank you to all of my readers, Patreon members, and clients for supporting the work that I do. All right, let's get into this. So today I am going to be reading from um, my, well, I don't actually now at this point, I don't, don't know if this is my most recently published book or not. I record these, you know, like a month in advance. And um, my goal was to actually um, publish Beat the Bad this month. And so if I accomplish that goal, this won't be the most recently published book. Um, but it is one that I I, I published um, last year. Was it last year? Jeez Louise, what's my brain? Who am I? What am I in this life? Yes, I published it last year. I <laughs> can't. can't handle myself sometimes. Anyway, the book is called Unboxed. Um, Its subtitle is Identity, Reclamation, and Finding Freedom Within the Facets of Self. So this book is part memoir, part kind of um, philosophy on these kinds of topics, and, and I share stories and experiences and basically the inside look into how I had to grow through being trapped by certain facets of my identity and then finding freedom within them. Um, And so it's not necessarily like a memoir in the sense of like a date by date occurrence. It's more of, you know, here is a facet of my identity of my life. Here is a story, like here is an experience that I had or multiple. Here is where my brain was at through it and how I decided to take this and flip it on its head and make it something that I can really live more empowered through rather than um, feel, you know, Is detrimental to who I am. So, um, yeah, I I recommend it. If you want to grab it, it's on my website, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm going to be reading from the chapter titled Victim, um, which is one of what I have labeled as one of the facets of my identity because it was such an integral part. Of so much of my life. Um, and I do talk about that word and associations with it and stuff like that in the rest of the chapter. But I'm just going to read a couple um, pages from the beginning. And I am going to give a disclaimer. And there is also a trigger warning um, label at like, the beginning of this book. Um, this section that I'm going to read, it is not... Um, I wouldn't say it's like overtly graphic by any stretch. Um, but I am going to be addressing rape uh, in this reading. So if that is too, too big a baddie for you, then, um, you might have to just tune out of this episode, unfortunately. Um, but if you can, you know, maybe try to, um, recognize that that is something that is triggering for you, breathe th- slowly through it, you know, ground yourself in some, in some ways so that you know that you're you not, know, you're in a safe situation while you're listening to somebody. Sh- share their experience and if you can get through that then you know maybe there will be bits of the conversation or the reading that will actually be really helpful to you um so even though something can be triggering i do always try to encourage people to support themselves if they can do that proactively um you know through something like like this reading right when you know it's coming and you can kind of prepare for it because there might be things in there that actually really help you Um, that is something that i actually do share At the beginning of this book, there is a trigger warning, but I do actually address. uh, Maybe I'll read that one day. I don't know if I'll do it. Well, should I read it today? Okay, you know what? I am going to share this really quick. I know I just kind of said it, but um, I'm going to read this bit because there is a triggered part that I'm reading um, and I really address that in the beginning of this book. Okay, let me read this really quick and then we'll we'll go on to the actual chapter. Um, so I am going to say that the trigger warning says rape, suicide ideation slash attempts, miscarriage, discrimination, self-harm, body dysphoria slash dissociation. So those are the things that I have trigger warnings for, but I do um, follow up by saying this book contains true stories involving subject matters that some may find triggering. These stories are found scattered within the chapters of part one, the memoir portion of Unboxed. I would never force someone to navigate themes they may be that they may deem distressing or overwhelming, but I will offer encouragement. Encouragement. Guiding ourselves through triggering situations rather than avoiding them is something I touch on in subsequent chapters. Reading this book can be seen as an opportunity to approach these stories with mindfulness and preparedness that we sometimes aren't are not awarded with um, when we go out. Sorry, I'm like ahead of myself when we go out about daily life. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. These subject matters are not simply here to be sensationalized. They are living examples of facing something of such a dark caliber and making the choice to move through it, heal from it, and allow it to shape you in the most valuable way possible. Our bodies, minds, and emotions may hold automatic responses, but we hold awareness, breath, and utilization and in and utilize choice to help teach our bodies, minds, and emotions new patterns of being. We have the power to take back our lives, but we must dare to tread through the shadows that try to scare us into running. We can cultivate safety, security, and peace within ourselves. Through repetition, our steps will lead us to change. So I'll leave it at that, um, and then I'll go ahead and dive into this chapter. But um, I think that's just always worth noting um, because... Clearly, I'm a person that is not going to just advocate you run from something that triggers you, um, because then you'll just be running for the rest of your life. So, yeah, and if, honestly, if my freaking book, Beat the Bad, (laughs) has dropped by now, um, then, you know, that is a book worth getting, um, it addresses specifically bipolar anxiety and or depression, but also, um, it's just a really interesting philosophy for life, and if you do find yourself, um, getting triggered by things even if you don't have any of those labels like maybe you are just dealing with PTSD or something like that um there is a chapter called tackling triggers and it it might be worth just giving the whole book a read-through um because it addresses things really from the inside out oh my gosh okay thank you for hanging in there with me this got way more convoluted than I anticipated but we're talking about victimization that hides in plain sight so so we kind of have to address these things because victimization is, is a big thing. It's a big thing. Can be a big thing. Okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and start reading the chapter. Thanks for hanging in there. And, um, and we'll just chat about it very briefly afterwards. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Victim is one of those fascinating labels that isn't one I active, actively relate to in who I am today but instead is one that I that will inevitably stay with me through its branding on my past. I've reframed this perspective plenty and have used every instance of victimization to find a lesson, a light, a glimmer of value that will help me grow in my journey forward. Nevertheless, it is like being haunted by a ghost that turned guardian angel. Sometimes I wonder if there is anyone alive on planet earth that hasn't been victimized in some way, shape, or form. Although the term victimization is relative, it is also incredibly subjective. What has victimized you may not cause a glimmer of an issue for me and vice versa. I find it also wildly depends on our preconceived notions of what should count as something that victimizes us and what doesn't. But of course, there will always be experiences that many of us collectively deem obvious in the case of someone being the recipient of a heinous act. When I was raped, I had no idea that I was victimized at that moment. I was subjected to the understanding that rape came from strangers. It was violent, and I'd be forced and helpless. That rape happened in the streets, in shady motels, or drunk at parties. That it would be me that accidentally put myself in an unsafe situation. My clothes could be the reasoning as to why it happened, or I wasn't being aware enough. Most certainly, those situations can happen, and the emphasis put on women trying to take all of the right preventative steps is atrocious, but it was only part of the picture. At home, I knew I was safe, the scary world lie outside, and I had the walls to protect myself from it. I was with a partner I cared for and in a happy and healthy relationship. We were showering together as we had before, and I was turned toward the wall washing my hair. That's when I felt a sharp jolt of pain as his body entered mine in a place I'd never even been touched before by a partner. No words, no warning, just pain and blood. I was angry and confused, but it never occurred to me that I was a victim of rape until many years later and being given the gift of hindsight. Consent was not a conversation I was taught to have. Permission for someone to touch me or me them was a completely foreign concept. He just wanted to try something new, and that was reason enough to act in the way that he did. To this day, I don't think he even knows that he raped me. It's sad to think that neither of us knew, even in a partnership, you still need permission. As if rape can't come from someone you love, as if it can't happen in the safety of your own home. In the Oxford Dictionary, the word victim is defined as a person harmed, injured, or killed as the result of a crime, accident, or other event or action, or a person that is tricked or duped. My family and I tried our best to protect myself from ever having to experience being the victim of such occurrence, but we can't always prepare for such a jarring event. I wasn't drunk at a party. I was sober, conscious, with someone I trusted and in a safe space, yet here I am, a statistic, and another brand burned into my past. For the longest, I let those scars weigh on me. I made my life more about the marks left behind than the actual person for whom those marks rested on. I was trapping myself in holding a sign that stated, I am a victim. It was who I was, and it demanded that I find more evidence to prove that it was so deeply and irrevocably true. But I see now that it is simply a part of who I was and who I may become again, but it won't be all of me. It will never be all of me. All right. I am going to stop there. Um, But I really, you know, I, I go on to talk about reclaiming that kind of aspect of my identity and finding something new for myself in it and a new way to relate to it. And I think that is the thing sometimes is there are those of us that feel like victims, but maybe have had experiences that we don't Realize have maybe victimized us or um, don't feel like they're big enough to warrant that type of feeling. Um, like maybe people you know have shamed us for it or have been like, "Ah, eh, that's not that bad," right? And um, and so there is this level of victimization that can hide in plain sight. Somebody could have the perfect life on paper and be feeling like a victim to their own existence, and um, and other people might discredit them for for that. Or somebody could be a victim and that is just the absolute overarching narrative of their life. And so, you know, it almost hides in in plain sight saying that I can't be addressed because I will always haunt you type of thing. You will always be the victim and there's nothing you can do about it, right? And so it's hiding in plain sight in that sense. And that can, I think, happen, of course, with um, people who are um marginalized or in marginalized groups and things like that. And um so really like I just want to address that that's a reality and that for anyone experiencing that, having to work through that is still a valid thing. Um and it is something that exists and I didn't realize for many many years that I had um this complex around being the victim and that it was such an like integrated part of my identity and and I and I had never been addressing it I was trying to kind of address all these other surface level things which is fine because I think they got me to a point where I was I could unlock that root issue of always seeing myself as the victim of experiences and again, I think when we can kind of even recognize that, especially if it's hiding in plain sight, we can start to unpack it and address it and shift that for ourselves. And so I I do encourage you if this is something you've experienced or are experiencing, you know, get this book, um, because it is something I go through um, much, much more in that chapter. And um you know it also of course comes up in all like almost all of the other chapters because i felt like a victim in a lot of those circumstances i i felt out of control i felt like i didn't have a say i felt like you know i was just being taken for the ride that is life and i didn't get to do anything about it and this book is just the like epitome of of you get to do something about it even if you can't change the experiences that happened because um, a lot of the times we can't touch those you know like even with being raped like I like it was so far removed I, cu- I couldn't even address the person what was the point you know what's the point of even trying to address that person And um, and so you know like when we can recognize that we can really realize that we still have power and we have power to shift that and and it can be incredibly life-changing when we do and that um no matter how dark it seems like we can always we can always come back and um especially for those I think that feeling like a victim has been just crawling around the room you know that is that is your life because it's maybe not these big things. Maybe it is these big things, but maybe it's not, you know, Um, but maybe it's just gone undetected that that's really the kind of thing at play. And, um, yeah, I just want to encourage you uh, to know that you can address that and you can change that, that feeling and that piece of your identity if that's how far it's gone for you too, all that good stuff. So, I hope you enjoyed this reading. Like I said, you can get unboxed on my website. All my other books, of course, are on my website. Um, All that good stuff. So if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or your carrier pigeon in your backyard. You can also check out my self-help books and services at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome, I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.